the anti boys are back. All four of us in one room. Mm-hmm. It's like the Teletubbies, nigga. Hell yeah, <laughs> they got a blue Teletubby or not? I um no, I don't think so. I don't think so. They got a blood. I think I think Poe's a blood. <laughs> got that? They got Poe the blood. They got um the other one's a Latin king, purple dude. Nah, the, nah, the purple nigga's great. <laughs> great, great gang, great just boys. He's great. He's literally great. He's great. Dude. Yo, the cover, the thumbnail's got to be the Teletubbies. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We so the, we so, the anti tubbies, nigga. Absolutely. <laughs> As I was saying, the four of us in one and uh, you know one chat for the first time in a while. Me, uh, Ebe, Ryan, Troy. What's You're up, guys? What's up? What's good? You're yeah. We came together to discuss um, this new Macomi album that you know Ryan has been really into, um, and I've been really into uh, Olivia Rodrigo as well. I, I forced Ryan to listen to that, so that'll be fun to hear his perspective on that, <laughs> as well as your guys' perspectives. Yeah, so I wanted to talk to you guys not only about those two albums and a couple other things, but I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk about a fallen brother of ours, um, <laughs> Brazilian R and B funk superstar MC Kevin, um, a man I didn't know who he was until last week when he tragically passed away. Uh, real story, real story. Uh, he, yes. you know, five stories actually. He fell off a five story building. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what what a, what a what a pun you remember you remember peewee's playhouse when they said the word of the day and they were like ah that's how that felt right there oh man i don't want to joke on him too much but i kind of i, I it's kind of the nature of the story i feel like it's kind of how everybody's perceiving it um so so anybody who uses instagram knows that when a story pops up, you see it 25,000 times until you have an opinion on it, right? So that's kind of where I'm at with this story. So MC Kevin, you know, Brazilian funk superstar, as I said, he's like tragically died young, like 20 to 23 years old. He was um, having a threesome with his boy. Uh, him, his friend, and a groupie were having, as Ebe uh, pointed out, which Debatedly. I didn't know. It's, it's, it's up for debate if it was a threesome or a train. <laughs> right, up to debate whether... Yeah, Jerry's whether, out. Whether, yeah, <laughs> what everybody's motives were in this threesome, but... He is married, <laughs> and uh, somebody knocked on the door during this threesome, and MC Kevin, I guess, must have been on drugs or drunk or something, and he was like, all right, the, the best solution to this, instead of, you know, hiding or whatever, is I'm going to scale the side of the building, try and get out of this, you know, situation, and tragically, he, he fell, and uh, turned out not to be his wife, turned out to just be like a staff member of the hotel, um, so yeah, MC Kevin, man, RIP to you, you're a legend. This is a story. This is the moral of this story is that you cannot let others dictate what you want to do in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the moral of the story here. I, I would like to say, I think the moral of the story is essentially fuck that. I'm gonna go out on my terms, nigga. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, he said. Nah. No, nah, the real more. So nah, I think the real more of this. Yeah, I think the real more of the story though is like you know have an escape plan, like <laughs> have an oh escape route God. ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So immediately as soon as I heard the story, I couldn't help but think of one of my favorite films of all time, Good Time. You know the classic Sir. classic scene at the end. Spoiler alert: when um, you know Buddy Duress fucking falls out the window after all the crimes that he committed. Um, and also, also a desperate act. So, I guess maybe the morals don't be desperate. Maybe that's the moral. There's a lot of morals to this story. Don't do some shit you're not supposed to be doing, bro. This is about as simple as that. 
You're not supposed to be fucking on that other shorty. Or debatably the nigga too. Don't fucking do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't do it. You got a wife? Don't fuck other people. Yeah, his wife is pretty hot too. I was I was making a joke to Ryan earlier that his, that his boy that was having a threesome with him probably also got with his wife right after. Oh, that would woo! be the ultimate disrespect. Oh, that nigga yeah. turned around and faded on him, bro. On some Dirk Nowitzki shit. Like, that That dude... <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I swear to God, bro, he cashed in. That's like money in the bank right there, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Goddamn. <laughs> Poor Kevin, bro. He's fucking bad at us right now. He's like, <laughs> these, these four losers are fucking clowning me, bro. Like, He's been down awesome. on us in heaven with Harambe. <laughs> oh, man. And Billy Mays. R.I.P. 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 Yeah, Dan, I forgot about that shit. Yeah, he passed. Yeah. And Michael R-P-R-Guy. Jackson. That's crazy as shit. Good time. <laughs> We've all seen that movie recently. You know what yeah. I mean? Pretty good movie. Um, I don't know how to, tell, how to go from here. This episode has been f- filled with technical difficulties, but I, uh, you know, whatever. I, I still want to talk about one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, yeah, good time. I like why is movie. it your favorite movie of all time, though? Out of all movies, this it's is the one. one of... Why? Yeah. One of... Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it's a ten out of ten movie in, in so many different ways. You know, what I mean, the filming style is, is is absolutely fucking incredible. Like the way that they make cars look like fucking like little Hot Wheels and shit like that. Like the way that it zooms out with the drone on in multiple scenes. I love that. Um, I love how it starts where it ends. You know what I mean? I love the performance from uh, Benny Safdie as the um, mentally handicapped brother. He did a really really good job with that. Robert Pattinson completely fucking killed it. Like he totally turned his whole career around with this movie. Yeah. If you don't mind me saying real quick, Robert Pattinson's Renaissance recently has been very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, the layout. Everything, everything he's been in has been fire, bro. Since like post twelve, not everything, everything, but like I think ever since like Good Time, really. Yeah. When, yeah. when did Good Time come out? Actually. Uh, seventeen, sixteen. Is either that yeah. or the Lighthouse? Well, it was around that. Those both came out around the same time, like that in the Lighthouse. No. Lighthouse no, came yeah. out like the came out after, that, yeah. But yeah, that came out two thousand nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Good time right, came out like twenty seventeen. Right, yeah. But yeah, it's it's one again. It's one of my favorite movies for so many reasons. Like the writing is so tight, the way that it's filmed <clears> is so good, and and we were talking about at, a, at last episode the way that it takes risks and the way that it's really gritty and it kind of just shows like a scumbag being a scumbag. Like it's very refreshing. No, yeah, uh, you know what, it's funny, like, um, yeah, I put that movie on, like, um, we all, like, came back from, like, getting drinks and stuff, and, like, I was like, alright, like, I'm gonna pa- pass out to this movie, you know, two and a half hours later, I'm like, this was a great fucking movie, like, I was up at, like, 4am watching this movie. <laughs> it's that kind of movie, it's the time that the movie took place, it make, that, make, that makes complete sense. That's, that's, one of the, that's one of the movies that Ryan got me really, really fucking into another state, so to say, and made me watch <laughs> that, like, all I remember was being, like, in terror. <laughs> just, just, just sitting there, like, holy shit. It's very anxiety-inducing. Like, oh, but yeah. that's, like, the director's style, though. Especially with, like, uh, like on Good Time and in uh, Uncut Gems, where it's just, like, it doesn't give you, like, a time to breathe at all. It's just, like, all right, we're doing this, and then now we're going to be doing this, and then now we're going to be doing this, and now we're going to be doing this, yes, and then we're going to yeah. be doing this. You know, and then it's just, like, there's nothing with, like, no one chills out, and like, there's no like talk, like, we have, like, like a good conversation. Minimal, yeah, to, it's a little bit different. Like, you know, yeah, I, I a like lot how of action. I like how in the Safdie movies, like, a lot of times what happens is the, the only chill scenes will be like in the living room or something, like watching TV, like, like Uncut Gems, like he's watching the game, right? And that's like the only point in the movie where there's any sort of calm whatsoever. You know what I mean? And then in this movie, the only time where there's any calm is when the news is on, and he's like watching the news with his boy, like in some apartment that's not his. 
You know, it happens right. twice. That happens at the end at the security guard's apartment, and then it happens at um, the, uh, the the girl in the grandma's apartment that he um, dyes his hair at. So, right. I, I, you know, that's something I notice about those movies that I really like. I love, um, I just love the way that it, it uses, it uses everyday shit and it just puts it in a, in a different context. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, like it shows what the, do you mean, like everyday shit, like the Salino and Barnes commercial, bro. Like what movie have you ever seen that has a Salino, Salino and Barnes commercial in it? Tell me. True. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I've never wanted a movie to want that though. You know what I mean? Right. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's, it gives you something different. Something that you've never seen before. What's their next movie going to be? Something about space, I think. I'm ex- I'll, see. I want to see where they can because, like, I like when directors can like have a style. But I also like, I don't know. For me, like, I feel like if you're a director, like, you gotta direct other shit too. So it'd be cool to see them like try something different. You know what I mean? Like, um, like I don't know. Just see like what else they can do because like they do a really good job with this like very like gritty, like very realistic New York vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of made the trilogy with, like, Heaven Knows What and Uncut Gems and, and Good Time. So I feel like yeah. they're kind of willing to move on. And I feel like um, the dude that they work with uh, musically, uh, One or Tricks Point Never, who's the dude who made like who produced the Weekend album, or most yeah, of it. Yeah. I feel like that dude um, has a lot of tricks up his sleeve and, like, could go different ways with the style, too. So I think a, sp- a movie in space, like, about space and, like, would be really, really exciting and interesting, like, I think, for them. Hell yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I, no, they, I, like a space movie with like their like direction of just like always action, action, action. Where like you're just like now you're doing this, now you're doing this. Like that in space, like I can already see it now. They're like, all right, we have to go outside of the rocket. Then we got to fix this shit. And then next thing you know, an alien's gonna come on. Now we got to deal with the alien. And then the alien's got to fix our ship. And then we got to fix their ship. And, and I bet gotta... on the Sixers game. Yeah. And <laughs> and I put a hundred thousand dollars on the Sixers game <laughs> to win one point two million. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, was it? That actually happened um, yesterday. Like, was it like? Not, I don't want to say like ten years uh, from yesterday, mm-hmm. but like recently, it was. It was uh, actually I think it was today was when like he placed the bet like ten years ago or nine years yeah. ago. Oh yeah, that was that. That was the Celtics uh, Celtics Sixers series from uh, mm-hmm. like uh, two years before Garnett and them got traded to twenty eleven or twenty twelve something, right? Yeah, yeah, they got traded mm-hmm. to the Nets in twenty thirteen, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Or like late or like early 2014, but um, I mean I gotta say like listen like 824 as a studio or whatever the the proper way to acknowledge them as like it's not exactly my style but they do get you like into it. You know what I mean? This fuck 824 for me forever, ever since they denied me for that internship. Oh, damn. <laughs> sorry, bro. It's been on site. It's been on site. They made the best movies. I'm sorry. They made The Lighthouse. They made, you know what I mean? They made Good Time. They made Uncut Gems. Yeah, they, they make good movies. Waves. I mean, it's just like... They make good indie mm-hmm. movies. They do... Yeah. They, they, they made Minari, too. Minari, which? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, they Midsummer. Mm-hmm. A24 is the company, is the production company that only... That A24 year old thinks only makes movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> But no, that, that was the joke. That was the joke. I'm I'm that done shading H24. But uh, next topic of discussion, uh, I want to talk about some some rich boys having a having a white boy summer. I want to talk about. Bill. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I came for. <laughs> this is why I'm here. Let's go. Let's go. Hell fucking yeah. Where's Chad? Oh boy, it's a white boy summer. Who got a white dandana? 
Hell yeah. It's Bill Gates is fucking and sucking Microsoft employees. <laughs> what is micro Yeah, we're trying at least. Yeah, so Bill Gates was recently uh is is being drive by by his wife right now because <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? What's what's happening? Oh my god, there's so many fucking hit pieces. So after him and his wife Melinda, obviously everybody knows this, this is old news, um, um, decided to divorce. Melinda, if you're listening, I think you're a nice lady. (laughs) (laughs) That goes without saying, yeah, Melinda has a lot of money, and Melinda, you're a beautiful woman, and, you know, I want you to open up those, you know, those gates for me. You know what I mean? Open up I your window for me, baby. He wants I that hot pocket. I can see you I from the window. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's Windows 7, but I'm I'm Windows 10, baby. You know what I mean? Let's like, go. Windows 12 <laughs> inches, bitch. Hey, I'm hey, a Windows fuck, 10. Fuck all, them, fuck all of them. I'm Windows 11, nigga. Fuck what you heard, bro. Bro, you're 95. Fuck what? you mean. <laughs> oh, I was born in 95, so that makes sense. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm the Xbox One X. They're the Xbox, you know, original and shit. Like, no it's cool. Sex. That shit is cool. Xbox Series X, nigga. I got multiple <laughs> processors. So, anyway. So, Bill Gates. Bill yeah, Gates. Yeah, and, what's going on? Bill Gates and his wife are getting a divorce, as everybody knows. But um, ever since that, that got announced, it's just been hippies after hippies after hippies. Like... Like, uh, Bill Gates hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, getting relationship advice from him, cheating with employees, emailing employees, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's been absolutely fucking crazy, and um, I feel like we should have talked about this a while ago, because again, I think we're very good at predicting things. I think, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and we're obviously, prescient. Right, we're very prescient, and I, and I always gotta rope Chet Hanks into everything, because... Because Chet Hanks, Chet Hanks holds the key for some reason to all is these he stories. Is he not connected? Is he not connected to it? I don't. I don't see you roping anything <laughs> in. <laughs> Yo, Jeff Bezos. Hanks, yeah. Oh, Chet sorry. Hanks is a direct link between white boys. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the omniscient one, bro. Like he speaks for white people. Well, I mean, white boys specifically, not all white people. Right. I'm taking the white string. You know. You know, like the red string. I'm taking yeah. the white string and I'm connecting all these people. Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos <laughs> got a divorce from his wife. You don't think he's gonna have the the, the craziest white boy summer of all time, just exploiting his employees to get a Yo, better yacht? Chet Come on, is out here trying to help these white boys understand. I see it now. I see it. <laughs> right, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Why is Ryan right? I mean, you were a huge hater for White Boy Summers ever since we like started talking about it, and now nah, you love it, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm pro, I'm pro men. So like, you know, anything niggas are trying to do, like they could do. It. <laughs> what do you mean? Anything, what? What's wrong with you? I'm my, pro men. Oh man, we got a man. Anything that my chat. my fellow man's doing, <laughs> I'm just letting him live, bro. He's just trying to have his best summer. It was hot girl summer. Let the white boys out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> niggas said, niggas said, it's raining, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, man. Big but, uh, boss. Yeah, but Bill Gates, Bill Gates Big is about, boss. Bill Gates, me and Ryan were talking about this. Bill Gates is about to have the craziest white boy summer. Like, he saw that Chet Hanks was doing, and he's like, all right, trust fund bitch. Like, <laughs> whatever. I'm about to pull up with my $500,000 yacht, me and Malkova, the whole fucking Brazzers roster on the boat. 
<laughs> Are we not gonna just like ignore the fucking Mia Malkova reference? <laughs> Slip through there. This man watches a lot of porn, bro. Oh, that, see, Mia Malkova is regularly brought up in this household. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. What, do you, what do you mean? Like, what are these? Um, like, she's a good streamer. Instances. You know what I mean? She's a good Twitch streamer. Yeah, True. She, you know what I mean? I respect the game. I forgot uh, about she, that. Yeah. What, what does she, she uh, stream? It's a hard work. Headshots. That's what she's. She's a gamer, I think. You know what I mean. She's good at gaming and shit. Yeah, absolutely. She streams headshots. But anyway, uh, (laughs) they're about to have the best white boy summer uh, of all all time. time. Of all time. Bring them out. Bring them out. Yacht battles. It's gonna look like Fortnite battle royale. (laughs) Parachuting onto the yachts and shit back and forth. Nigga, so many khakis about to be there. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh I'm man! So ready, bro. And you know what's crazy is like if you go if you go back like a month when this whole shit started. Ryan was talking about all this shit. Like, that was crazy. He felt it. I mean, he felt the connection. There was a there was a disturbance in the force. The summer hasn't yeah. started, and we got Jeff Bezos. We got Bill Gates. I thought I saw Tom Hanks was getting a divorce, but I, that was fake news. If that happened, yeah. then then I really need to be like like uh, you know what I mean. I'm like like the base god curse or something like. Like, <laughs> they need me on ESPN or fucking CNN or whatever. Just like, all right, like who's getting divorced next? Type of shit. No, we need to join E News. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on E News. That's right. <laughs> but oh man, <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with this one. But I'm proud of them. Let me just say, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. I'm. You know, it took them. It took them a while. But I don't understand if you're a billionaire, why would you even be married, bro? Like, I mean, just to one woman and you're a billionaire. Bro, I don't understand that. I mean, you should be married understand? to a billion woman. Facts. <laughs> so, you get one dollar. No, get one dollar. Yeah, he's a multi-billionaire. Don't worry, don't worry. He's a multi-billionaire. That's nothing. That's one of his six billion. You know what I mean, bro? Even got... even if so, if you get a six billion woman, they all walk out with an Arizona iced tea at most. <laughs> like, Listen. Like before... That's an Arizona iced tea before the tax, bro. <laughs> I'd be grateful for Arizona iced tea. I had Which to work flavor? for it. <laughs> oh, mango for sure, bro. My nigga. Yeah, yeah, see? Oh, man, this is the m- most chaotic episode we've done yet, and I'm, I'm, I'm all here for it, bro. <laughs> it's very yeah. chaotic. I'm, I'm, no, but I'm, I mean, I, firstly, though, like, in all seriousness, I, I, I think it's kind of weird that they like are held to the standard of monogamy like when they're uh, like it was just so weird like bill gates put him first of all bill gates painted himself into this corner so i can't feel like that bad for him you know what i mean because like he went around like being like what a sucker getting married i mean not like a sucker for getting married but like he painted himself as like this like good boy you know what i mean like all throughout like the microsoft era and like he was like this nerd yeah but it's like and it always (laughs) and it always looks like mad creepy and like just disgusting when like the fucking creepy nerd is like suddenly he's fucking bitches like no like that's cool like i don't wonder everybody's like this is just weird so i i get it but yeah. i also like you know he's a dude so i also understand why he felt his urges oh man I, I the whole thing about bill gates is he's been doing this for a while apparently you know what i mean he's been emailing girls since back in whatever like 90 whenever whenever they started meeting up. since he invented email yeah fucking creepy freak i hate I, you know what i don't like when dudes do that you know why right. because bill gates you could easily bill gates 
you are a billionaire. Bill Gates, You're talking you are Bill, right to Bill Gates. I'm talking yeah. to this motherfucker. Bill Gates, you are Bill Gates, right? You don't have to start a company to get bitches, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, think you don't have started? to, like, you don't have to, like, start Microsoft to, like, hunt the employees, bro. You could literally, if you, if you, if you just were single and made an Instagram, bro, I guarantee you, Bill Gates, you would, you would have any problems, bro. You yeah, Bill Gates, Bill Gates, you invented computer. you, like, that didn't invent computers, but you, like, you built computers up to what they were. Bro, you need to go back to 1997 when you oh, found bro. Melinda and start Instagram. Yes, Get your history man. right. Get your history right. It was it was Roddy Rebel and Bobby Schmurter that First of all, all these social networks and these. I think that I'm Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Bobby with that tool. I'm Bobby with the tool. With that tool. In fact, he was. But yes, fucking yo. Listen, man. All jokes aside, bro. Why the fuck they wait this long to do this shit, bro? If it's been going on for years, yo, facts, 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 why, facts. Why not just? Why not just like? I feel like Melinda had to know. I feel like you know personally. I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I understand her motives for divorcing him, but like, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like you, you guys think she. I feel like she had to have known, right? Like, it, at a certain level, like you're living with somebody for like however long they've been living together. Like, you you can tell if they're like doing shit right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, they're, like, living together as in, like, they share a mansion together, you know? Like, one side of the mansion and the other side of the mansion. You know, who knows what I you mean, do with all those, the, uh-huh. Keep those rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, she probably, I mean, she probably did know, but it's just, like, you know, I, I for some reason, I guess Bill, Jeff, and, like, uh, Melinda, like, they all, like, have this, like, idea of, like, we gotta look like the perfect married couple for some reason. You know, we gotta show people that we can have it all, but it's just, like... You know, if you're unhappy, why? From, like, a business perspective, like, I would understand And they were all businessmen. Yeah, yeah, and I get that, but it's, like, at the same time, bro, like, you know, like, you're a billionaire. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, you're a billionaire. You can can figure (laughs) out a way to... That's what I'm saying. Like, you can figure something out. Right. You also gotta think of it from this perspective, too. Like, they they were nerds all their lives and shit. Like, they never had their little whole phase. You know what I mean? Yeah. So of course yeah. they get they get that type of power with that type of money. Of course you're gonna wild out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. Whether it's like No, it's, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like that's I start to even tell my friends, like if you never had a whole phase and you're going into a relationship, don't do it. I mean don't. it's the candy store analogy. Have you guys heard of the candy store analogy? I can no, what is it? No, what type of bullshit is this about to be? <laughs> oh, it's, it's yeah, fire. Right, it's fire. All Shout right. out to Fresh and okay. Fr- Fresh and Fit podcast, too. It's <laughs> being an awesome podcast. They taught me this shit. But the candy store analogy is like, okay, so like, imagine there's a candy store, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, girls are basically allowed in the candy store when they're 18 years old, right? And they're able to go in there. They're able to go and like, eat any kind of candy they want. They're able to, you know, experiment, find out that like, you know, tissy rolls suck, that they like, you know, gummy bears are the shit, whatever. But, like, dudes, we're not allowed to enter that candy store until you're 35 years old, you have 100K saved in the bank, and you've been in the gym for five years. So, I understand why, like, dudes, when they get to a level, you know what I mean, like, would want to eat all the fucking candy that they could, because, like, it takes so much work to, like, get candy, you know what I mean? So, like, it's kind of absurd for people to, like, tell these dudes who, like, successfully made it into the candy store when other guys don't make it into the candy store 
like how much candy they can eat. You know what I mean? But if you're going to the candy, costs money. If you're going to the candy store with Jeffrey Epstein and the the girls are under eighteen, does that switch up the narrative? That's a different kind of story. I don't know shit about that story. I don't know. I've never been there. Never don't know anything about it. Mm-mm, I'm not trying to get assassinated. No, sir. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I, I feel that analogy sort of. Uh, you know what I mean? The, the 35-year-old and, and being in the gym for five years, that's a little bit... Uh, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know about that. I'm, well, it's, I mean, I'm it's, I, the, I've been entering the candy store for a bit. You know what I mean? I'm not 35. All right, bro. Don't, don't make... No, nah, I'm not going to pull your car right now. Don't even get me started. Because, like, girls... <laughs> I'm not no because I'm just saying there's no way any guy is able to have the same amount of candy that girls have. That's just my point. You know what I'm saying? Like you like as a man, like you'll never have that amount of access. Like literally, women can easily acquire candy. So it's like I get why like for guys to be able to have like the same amount of candy. You know what I mean? Like it takes a lot of work. Like straight up. Like and also like. You know, girls, when they're 18, bro, they can back future, bro. Rihanna's never going to ask you to come behind scenes with her, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think it's like, I just mean that in the sense of like, you know, the standard is like very different for us. I I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Yeah, let let me get, let's get Ryan's perspective on this. What do you, what do you think about this analogy? Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, shit. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let me keep it real. Um, I don't know how I feel because it's like, listen, I'm gonna be real. Who, if you just turn, if you turn 18, if you are 18, if matter of fact, if you, I'm not fucking with anybody below 21. First of all, second of all, fucking, listen, man. I don't think that like it's super necessary to fucking like. Like, analyze every single move everybody makes with, like, sex and shit like that, bro. It's like, we already know that's how the world is going to work, right? Everybody's peacocking. Like, that's really what it is. Flexing is peacocking. That's how you get That's how you get laid. That's how you have kids. That's how you do all that shit, right? It's just all weirdo shit at the end of the day. Ultimate goal is, I'm going to get my whatever done, and that's it. So, I mean... I wasn't really trying to, like, disagree with you guys. All I was trying to say was, like... I guess to answer, like, the question of, like, why, like, Bill Gates is, like, or, like, not Bill Gates, but, like, yeah, Bill Gates, um, it's just, like, you know, being a hoe, like, that's why, like, well, it's not he, just a hoe phase, it's, like, that's, it's just hard to do, so he's gonna take well, advantage it, it, of it. it does, wouldn't that tie perfectly in with the hoe phase? It's, like, if you never had something you want to go for, that's, like, rappers going crazy with money, like, if you never had something, of course you're gonna go that extra mile. I don't think you know, men have hoe phases, I think only women have hoe phases. What?! <laughs> What? I think, I think what? what? Bro, you're yeah. about, this is this is gonna be Mario Party three versus one right now. Uh, I can fine. confirm to you that I've had a whole phase. I mean, okay, but it's not usually a phase, is my point. Like, dudes, like I don't, I've never heard of a dude who was like, yeah, I've had my fill of fucking girls. Like, I'm gonna stop. Like, hey, I've done that. Hey, I've literally hey, done that. Right here. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, what's okay. up? All right. I've I mean, in, I've been I've been in relationships since 2010. I'm choosing to remain single until my. I feel like, yeah, like yeah, I'm, like you know what I'm saying. You got to like, power up. You know what I mean. You got. All right, you gotta, I'll see y'all in 25 years, bro. I'll just, you know what, what, is, what is this? Twenty <laughs> the return, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying, like you saying that now, but it's like I get, like I literally, I don't know, man. That's why so many dudes like end up cheating on their girls, and that's why, like, 
side. Well, women cheat too. Like, yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, nigga. Here's the thing, man. <laughs> I, I think you got to take it on an individual basis because, because again, the, the whole whole face thing, like. Maybe you didn't experience that, or maybe maybe Troy didn't experience that. Whatever, whoever didn't experience, whatever. You know what I mean? It it it's, it goes individually. But it, but I can tell you first and foremost that I've had a whole phase. I mean, I went from high school to college. Uh, I was a virgin. Freshman year, I had sex. I had a girlfriend pretty much throughout all of college. You know what I mean? Junior year, as soon as I broke up with her, I, you know, it was like I got with like forty girls, fifty girls, like like after that. You know what I mean? That was a whole Big phase. Flex. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. after that, wow. I got I got into a relationship. You know, so and I, and it was a stable one. So it's just like you know, I you, you go through your phases. I th- I think. I mean, it might be whole phase multiple. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, you know, whole phase one, whole phase two. You could know? be different ones. I think, but um. So you think he just never? You think these guys just never had a whole phase? So like that's why you don't think that like. Oh, Bill Gates never had a whole phase. You <laughs> you, I'm just saying. You think that it's he like, wouldn't it's be Bill more... Gates if he he would not be Bill Gates if he was too busy being uh, paying attention to women. You, you know what I mean? Super valid, Troy. Super valid. Super yeah. valid. Yeah, he's definitely charging up uh, until he was you know whatever until he met Melinda. Uh, it seems like. Okay. Th- that's the whole. I thing. mean, difference sex, of opinion. Sex could be sex could be very distracting, bro. Like like if you watch like MMA, you know Khabib Nurmagomedov. Mm-hmm. Nigga does yeah, not yeah, I know fuck with yeah. his wife during during training. He don't even like. He's like fuck sex, nigga. I gotta beat this nigga's ass. Like how's busting <laughs> not good? For, like it's a nigga that's trying to kill me across the across the octagon. I'm gonna focus on that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's, it's a lot of shit with it. It's, it's not as simple. You know what I mean. Like it, it's personal. I think person. life generally. I mean, okay, that's fair. But like, I think that like we're a species, and like obviously we all have patterns. So I think it's like very like I think it's kind of naive, honestly, to be like everybody's an individual. Like I think people have patterns, and I think if you look at data, there's patterns and shit. And like, yeah, maybe like for you guys, like each of you, it, none of this applies. But it's like I think for the vast majority of people, like we see the pattern. Mm. I feel like that's like a Jordan Peterson style take. I, I don't know about that, man. I mean, yeah, that's man. fair. I mean, I I don't. I'm not saying that like what was wrong with Jordan Peterson. Like <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot is wrong with him. A lot is wrong with Jordan. Go Peterson. For it. Jordan Peterson gives boilerplate bad like relationship advice. This sounds like a Chapo Trap House take. Yeah, Jordan Peterson gives boilerplate bad relationship advice. Uh, coded in academic, you know what I mean? Academic, like, extra shit. You know what I mean? When he needs to focus on his own life, uh, he doesn't handle his own life well at all. You know what I mean? Not at all. He ended up... He got, like, several colonical diseases, and he's only yeah. eating red meat. My man is only eating red meat. He ended up in the Ukraine. His his daughter, like, abandoned him. You yeah. know what I mean? I've heard this <laughs> argument. I've, I've heard this whole argument about him, and that's fair, but... Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I'm not... Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how he got over here, but... It was because it was, we got over here because I think Ryan said he didn't have a whole phase, and I said that I don't think – I think it's just natural for him to to want to do that. Mm. Yeah, well, that was where we got well, to. Well, listen, just just to wrap it up, I'm going to say this, bro. Like, if you – think think about it. What, what Troy said was extremely valid, right? In order for him to be Bill Gates, he had to deprive himself of something, bro. If you having sex in between doing all that shit, like if you going through a, a quote unquote whole phase in the middle of that, you're not making Microsoft, bro. You way too distracted. No, I mean and, facts. I'm I'm not saying like he didn't that didn't happen to him. I'm literally just saying that like generally guys 
like to have multiple partners. You guys and, are saying and, that and, we and, don't. And on top and of that, and on top I don't really of understand that. Because and on it's top like, of that, brother, and on top of that, this nigga got money like that. Any nigga that gets money like that, even if they had a whole phase, get, trips the fuck out. Because power does something to you, bro. You got billions of dollars, bro. Of course you're going to do that shit. Even if you had your little phase. Shit, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Yeah, I think it's because we're just not monogamous. But that's that's just literally all I'm saying. I, I I don't think it should be, like, it's just a difference of opinion. It's not. It shouldn't be, like, taboo for me to be like, oh, yeah, I don't think... Men are oh, like it's not taboo. Yeah, it's not taboo. It's arguable. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, have your yeah. opinion, I have my opinion, and they clash. You know what I mean? They're not going to. You know what I mean? I don't disagree with you saying that it's not that, 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 uh, that we're not a monogamous people. I think that certain people are and certain people aren't. It's like, if you look at certain, some of even like our own personal friends, we all have that one friend that's still with the same person for as long as they, we've been alive. You know what I mean? So you don't think there's like a science to relationships? Like you think it's just all about like connection and feeling and like love and that kind of stuff? I think I don't, I think I don't know enough to, to, to make a claim on that. I think it'd be wild to, to just say one thing is and one thing isn't without like with me, I'm talking about myself. Like, yeah. I can't say shit. I can't say yes or no on anything. Because I haven't studied enough. For me personally, I think that connection is something that needs to be there. But you know, I don't, I don't know the science behind everything. I just go with the flow, my nigga. Let's start like this. Did, Troy, did you enjoy Olivia Rodrigo, yes or no? I thought it was okay. I All mean... Right. All right, I want you to give your take. I don't, yeah, I don't, Troy, I don't how do you feel? Um, so, how I feel about this album, it's um, pretty much like a you know Disney Channel star uh, making like an album that everybody's got to... Like, all like tweens love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, it, it, it kind of felt like, uh, like a Selena Gomez or a Demi Lovato back in the day. But I gotta say that I think the production on this is like a little more better than like any of those albums. Um, yeah, like in, in my opinion, uh, honestly, when I first heard the singles, I actually really liked the the singles. I liked Deja Vu and I liked um, Good for You. I thought that was like the, a good direction that she was leaning towards, like the more like pop punk. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, most of this isn't pop punk besides like the intro. And it's just like, it feels like it was kind of just like slapped in there, you know, just like, you know, like some producer was like, kids love Machine Gun Kelly. Let's make you like a Machine Gun Kelly clone, but like a female version. That's exactly what Ryan said. <laughs> yep. Right? Didn't you say <laughs> really? that? Didn't you say that'd yep. be good together? Or is that Matt? Which one? One of you said that. That was both of oh. us. I yep. said it oh, the, just wait. I said, <laughs> I said it in the beginning, like when we first put this shit on. Yep. I was like, yo, like this sounds like Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly had like a like a brown baby. Like it's just, it's weird. Mm-hmm. 
But let mm-hmm. me let me let T dog keep keep on real quick. Go ahead, bro. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I mean, just like my overall thoughts though. But I, honestly, though, I didn't think it was like. I mean, I don't really think like she was the issue on this project. I thought like her voice sounded pretty good. It's just that her lyrics were just so melodramatic. Yep. Mm-hmm. You you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. like. I don't even know. Like, she's just like, oh, like, I'd rather die or, like, than, like, you know, not live without you. But, like, there was definitely, like, a line in the in the intro that was just like, this is so childish. Uh, here, let me see. Oh, because I love people, because uh, I love people I don't like, and I hate every song I write, and I'm not cool, and I'm not smart, and I can't even parallel park. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? That, she's so that's flaked. a teenage line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, like, to that point, like, I think the entire album feels like a huge gaslighting section where, like, she's, like, always the victim and then, oh, I, like, you always fucked me over. And, like, mm-hmm. every single song is like that. And it's like, okay, like, this sounds like Damn, the album bro. people who kind of, like, do that kind of stuff, like, would love. You know what's funny? One of my notes on this album is that uh, she wrote it about you. <laughs> you're, you're the dude that she's been that she was singing about Wait, you Eve? know or us yeah eve just <laughs> eve troy <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love you troy troy I, I love you i know i know why you said that i bro i appreciate you bro <laughs> respectfully oh, uh, respectfully, <laughs> respectfully. Troy's <laughs> Troy, Troy, Troy a real one. Troy slipped that yeah. shot like Kirby, bro. Oh, yeah, like literally, I was Troy just like, damn, what does this remind me of? Yeah, I mean, it's like, obviously, she's attracted to this guy, so I don't know. Why is she complaining? Yeah, not allowed to complain, my nigga. Yeah, but, <laughs> I'm not going down that path anymore. I'm, no, no. I'm literally like I'm just gonna say my shit, and then y'all gotta fucking take it. I'm not gonna explain myself anymore. Oh, <laughs> no, nigga, no, no, oh no, damn, no. he's going lashes and fucking long ass nails on us right now. <laughs> I mean, listen, <laughs> in an off guard pose, right? Never change, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, you yeah. got, you gotta know how to move, bro. You gotta know how to move. <laughs> Stick and move, man. Yeah. No, yeah. but um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I do see what you're saying though about like you know I will say like it does come off as a little like um, what's the word? Uh, like, <laughs> childish or just dumb? But I'm a, it's I, that r slash I'm eight, I'm eighteen and this is deep. That's no, it's r slash I'm fifteen and I, and this. Well, is she's deep. eighteen. That's what I'm saying. That's why right. I changed it. Mm-hmm. And, and bro, she's over here, like over here, like oh, I hope you're happy. No, you don't. Like just say that shit. Like you know, she did I'm say happy. it. She was like, she's like, I hope you're happy, but not happy, but not happier than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so here's the thing about this album that I, I, there are parts of it that I think are clever, a little bit. You know what I mean? Again, the whole deja vu thing. I, I think it is interesting. And yeah, I, that was a good one. And and I, I I I have been in situations where I'm in a relationship for a while. And I try and start it up with somebody else, and I kind of just take the shit from the old relationship and copy and paste it over. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I don't know what else to fucking do. Damn, so she wrote this album about you then. So that... At <laughs> <laughs> least you need more hobbies, bro. You just doing some shit with your girl. So you some hobbies. <clears throat> do some personal shit, yeah. Well, I don't know. Relationships are just... Ex- again, I- okay, we're not going to go down that road, but... <laughs> relationships are just extensions of you, you know what I mean? The shit that you like to do, the shit that you like to do with the person. And I feel like, again, like... Uh, like a lot of stuff that I would do with an ex, I would do with the the, ne- the next person. So I, I get the, I understand it. You know what I mean? I get, I get her lyrics. You know what I mean? That part, that song I actually like a lot, and the production is good. 
the, the song happier i think that's a clever thing where it's like oh what is what does she mean by happier you know like oh i hope you're happy but not happier than you were with me type of shit like stuff like that i think mm. it's that means you don't want me to be happy <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> right but but just just take it as just take it purely as music like like yes i get what you're saying like it is like toxic it is like just like kind of silly it's toxic like, like I mean, that's what that's my take on the album like it's toxic it's like it's the future for girls yeah sure yeah. That's just me. You guys will have to agree. What, I don't what, care what do you mean? But what do you mean the future of girls, though? What do you, what do you mean by that? Fe- like future, oh. future, right? Like, like yeah, future well, the rapper, yeah. I think it's just kind of toxic. Like, I mean, like I just feel like I feel like there's like I feel bad for this guy, bro. Like I'm like I'm glad you left this relationship, dude. Because like I don't know, like no one should be this clingy at all. Like, right? Yeah. I, the thing about this album that I that I don't like again, I like a couple of songs. I like some of the production. I think some of the production is really, really clever. Um, the warping and stuff like that, which they kind of overuse a bit. But what I will say about the album, the thing that I le- like the least is that she makes the same song eight fucking times. It's the whole... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, it's the same shit. Yeah. It's just like, oh, like, like I drive past your house and you mm-hmm. seem like you're happier. <laughs> and then the next song, she says the same thing. And it's just like, how many times do you need to talk about the same thing in just a different... It's almost like she's a songwriter. Like, she's at Universal, like, UMA, like, whatever, like, Universal Music Group or something, sitting in, like, the conference room, and she's like, all right, I gotta bust out a song for Baby Rexa, I gotta bust out a song for Sia, I gotta bust out a song for Taylor Swift. Or, she just got popular off that one song, and she wasn't ready to make an album, so now <laughs> she put out all these fucking same-ass songs, because she had to put something out to capitalize on it. I, I will say she handled fame, and, and, and that's actually absolutely true, she handled mm-hmm. it better than designer. That's what I'll say. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think she capitalized off a driver's license because it tick. This is TikTok pop. This is like what people who like sit on TikTok all day and like you know get super emotional about like fucking cliche ass music. Like this is perfect for them. So I think it's great. Like I think I think the audience is really gonna love it. It's just not for me. I will say I did like she's a good singer, yep. definitely a good singer. Um, she reminded me of Birdie. You know what I mean? Um, so that was cool. Um, but like yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. You know, you hear these kinds of singers like, you know, once, like every fucking generation, I feel like, like, there's always the, you know. Yeah, Lord, the, exactly. The, like, yeah. I was going to literally just say Lord. You took um, the word off, but yeah. <laughs> Billie Eilish, you know what I mean? Is yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I think yeah. each each one, though, the, th- the my whole for Olivia Rodrigo, though, again, I think she's a really good singer. She has good choice of production. I like her specificity with some of her lyrics. And Lord's first album, I wasn't too into. Billie Eilish's first album is good, but it's a mixed bag. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I think... Lord and Billie Eilish have progressed their sound pretty well, and yeah. Lord, Lord again, like melodrama is like a classic. Like that's a really, really, really good album. Yeah. So my hope for Olivia Rodrigo is that she finds the right people, and with her next album, she you know stops being a simp. <laughs> my hope is that I never Gains hear confidence. this shit again because <laughs> I don't need to hear from her. But I think she's like you know I hope she's good, but like this definitely feels like a Disney star who like fucking got an opportunity like doesn't really uh maybe like the industry has a way of like you know capitalizing off of this kind of stuff and turning these people into superstars or whatever but i mean it's, I, I will say though like there is something to be said about the fact that a lot of people like it so obviously there's something that people connect with i just don't understand why but 
Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? Like, every generation has, a, again, every generation has their person. And it's like, you know, when you're 18, it's like you discover all these new things. You're singing, you're talking about yeah. Billy Joel and stuff. It's like, I... <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? Billy fucking Joel. I know about <laughs> Billy Joel. You know what I mean? Like, the person before you knew about Billy Joel, the person before you knew about Billy Joel. It's just like, it's just like mm-hmm. a, a mm-hmm. cycle of discovery that, like, I'm seeing unfold, like, f- for the fourth time. And it's just like... Okay, like you're discovering this, that's cool, but it's like I already saw Lord, I already saw Lord discover that last, like last time when I was when I was 18. It's like you know maybe it's just not for me. Yeah, exactly. Maybe this shit is just not for me. I mean, yeah, it's, not, like, it's literally the target audience is not us. <laughs> yeah, we're the opposite. William Joel. <laughs> Shout William. Out to William Joel. Big Willie. Yeah, you know it's actually kind of funny, just like how like in the song she's just like I introduced her to Billy Joel, and I'm like. What? Like, this kid's never heard of Billy Joel before? He's 18, it makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like, that's vintage to them. Bro, I hope that oh, dude man. is out here with that blonde girl just chilling. Like, <laughs> 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 Don't worry about this king, bro. Move on, bro. Enjoy your Billy Joel, you know? Eve said, I love White Girl Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't. I, I'm with Troy, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, listen, listen, man. Hey, right, you let me, do I got the, do I got the, the go to, to, to let the, to let, to go no filter what I thought about this album? <laughs> oh, let's get it. This yeah. needs to be yeah, its own can. segment. Like, yeah. Ryan, how like, trashing shit. How about this? I'm, I'm going to give this a D plus. You know, that, that's what I'm going to say. And I'm going to let Ryan get the final word. Um, and then maybe we can all do grades or something like that at the very, very end. But like, all right. Go ahead, Ryan. Go off. Yo, this album. It's just, it's just bad. It's just not good, bro. This is some shit like I would have got broken up to in eighth grade. Like, it's not good. And it's just, it goes to show you how, like, unoriginal, like, pop stars are nowadays, bro. Like. Facts. Everybody sound like Halsey bisexual cousin. Like. Facts. They just, they just. It's not facts. <laughs> No, get I'm just trying to help him go, bro. I'm just saying facts. No, yeah. like, keep what? it going. I'm ready to fight. But they do, though, bro. They all doing that. Who said as voice, bro? But they're like, like, <laughs> like, you could tell they got a tan fedora on. Like, it's just, it's just not good. A tan fedora. What? It's boring. It's Yo, boring Ryan's analogies are something else, bro. It, yeah. It's boring as fuck, bro. It's some, it's TikTok pop. It's, it's exactly what you said. And it's really unoriginal. Like, I heard this shit and I was like, where I heard this shit before? And Ryan was like, oh, this is new. I'm like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. It sounds think- the same. I think Ryan described it perfectly as the album for the pick knees. <laughs> well, that's how I described the Taylor, the Taylor Swift album, but like, I, I didn't think that this album would be that too. You know what I mean? My, my, my hope at the end of that pop sucks thing, uh, that, you know, people were commenting on or whatever. Um, uh, my hope for that was that people like Olivia Rodrigo and, and Billie Eilish would take it to another level. I think Billie has. I think the song that she put out is actually really good, but this shit is just like, yeah, this shit is just exactly. It's, it's music for like a girl who's like, why won't he? Damn, like, like I hate him, but why isn't he dating? Me? I hate him. It's, it's like that. It's, it's like that meme. <laughs> yeah. It's coming of age music. Is what the fuck it is. Man. Yeah, it's, that's it's, true. I'm a, yeah. it's I'm gonna chop my ponytail angrily off music. Like, yeah. I really, I don't. It, it's made for exactly who she is. It's made for eighteen year olds that don't know what 
shit is yet. You know what I mean? It's just like... <laughs> well, I mean, she's also 18 herself. You know what I mean? That, like, so of course she's going to be was, singing about high school shit. That's what I said. Niggas, like I said, it's made yeah. exactly for who she is. Like, it, yeah. it, it really... It's good for that, but, like, as a 26-year-old listening to this shit, I'm like, are you dead serious, my nigga? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, dude, I saw right through this. Like, I was like, this is a person who is gaslighting this person. Like, this is an album for gaslighters. Like, like, there's never any, like, nuance towards the relationship. It's always like, oh, like, like, I gave you everything and then you just betrayed me. And it's just mm. like, it, it shows no depth. It shows no sort of like, I don't know, like any sort of maturity. Like, and he, it's like, it's called sour, bro. This shit was, should have been called bitter because she bitter as fuck through this whole drawing, bro. Like, uh-huh. fucking like <laughs> talking shit. Like, the whole album is talking shit. Like, no one wants to hear. Go I mean, off. listen, I feel like to, to listen to it, like, this is so narcissistic. It's like, to, to listen to this all the time and to just, like, think you're the main character of everything. It's just, I don't know. Not, well, like, appealing to me. I'm going to say this real quick, and I know it's going to piss some of y'all off, but to be honest with y'all, man, this shit, and like, oh man, I really want to say this out like, y- Y'all you forgive say me. It? Go ahead. Say for, it. For, forgive me for this. I really don't mean to offend anybody. Do it. When we're saying this shit. Say it. But this shit... And like I don't know, but like feeding. <laughs> go and like go get it. And like Phoebe Bridges type shit sound the same Sorry. to me, bro. I wanted to play that for it, a bit. It, it, Phoebe Bridges and, and like and all this shit, it all sounds the same to me. It's, it's they're cousins. Yeah, it's it's all like <laughs> and with the with the acoustic guitar. Somebody got betrayed. Somebody got hurt. Yeah. I'm not the same anymore. Yeah. Metaphysical scars. Uh, uh, yeah. Metaphysical like, <laughs> scars. Like, I'm dead. No <laughs> physical scars. Oh, I thought you said metaphysical scars. No, it's metaphysical. It's oh, metaphysical yeah. scars. Sounds like a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. What the hell? Metaphysical scars. That was hilarious. He said they in the ether, bro. Shout out Liquid Swords. My yeah. scars yeah, are stardust. Yeah, but before, okay, before we switch it up to Mac Omni, who has a lot of depth, uh, I just want to defend Phoebe Bridgers real quick and just say Phoebe Bridgers uh, is self-deprecating. And that's the thing that Olivia R- Rodrigo is not, that she does not she have. Wasn't, she wasn't self-deprecating? Yeah, yeah no, I, no, that's a, yeah. What do you mean? No, that's bad. No, I feel right. Like, I love the Phoebe Bridgers album, but I also feel like it's it's definitely the same thing. Just because it's with, just because she's acknowledging the irony. Well, she like, talks about different stuff, not. you know what I mean? She Like, she talks about her dad that left her and it's like, she gets mad specific with it. You know what I mean? Like, she talks about other stuff besides the guy. No, totally. With. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that she's like nearly as bad as Olivia Rodrigo. I just understand, like, yeah. if you're listening to Phoebe Bridgers, like, it's the same. Like, it's a lot of similar vibes. Like, it's just sure in terms of like yeah. some of the relationship stuff subject matter sure yeah yeah like like it would be it, like it, like figuratively maybe it would be like a nightmare to be in a relationship with either of them but here's oh, what yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm, you know what i'm saying oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but phoebe makes it sound interesting phoebe's yeah, like, yeah, no, right. she's a better musician you know what i mean i'll, I'll, I'll roll the, like yeah. i'll roll the dice you know what i mean it's like all right like yeah. i'll like mm-hmm. okay yeah she's a better yeah, musician. she's way better talent Plus, she's like, way it's more, more intimate too because like yeah. i think it's another thing too is, is like you guys are forgetting but this is like a disney star you know what i yeah, mean she is, disney, is yeah. gabrielle from high school musical the series yeah like of course she's gonna have like all these disney execs make like the perfect music for kids and teenagers yeah she might so be doing means, straight so up that means that there has to yeah. be a filter on how i feel about it like what? Wait what? The, 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 what so mean? are you saying like I gotta consider that in it? Cause like I I don't know, bro. Like I feel not like, really. I mean I didn't consider it. I think it's just a solid point. Yeah, just context. You know what I mean? Cause cause those two are very different. You know, Phoebe like you know probably wrote it all, all of her music. 
Um, definitely had a hand in like uh, all the production behind it, like the drums, guitar, and everything. Right. But I, I don't, I don't even know if uh, I mean I, I have no idea if actually if Olivia Rodrigo like played any instruments for this or even she like piano. No, that's valid. That's yeah, valid. Phoebe Bridger's wrote, album was wrote it. Phoebe Bridger's album was born out of self-deprecation, pain, you know, anxiety, fear about that world ending, real, real shit. You know what I mean? This album is not real shit. That's 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 what bottom line. That's what it comes. Yeah, that's down the to. difference. Yeah, that's, yeah. How I, that's how I feel. That's just how I feel. Painful to be yeah, yeah, a white girl facts. in the U.S. Bro, hey man, I know. You got depression. You got anxiety. Can I though transition really quickly? Because like sure. I don't, I, like I want to just talk about. Because I'm gonna drop the review for tomorrow. Oh. But like, if we want to talk about white girls who make good fucking music, bro, Sharon Van and Angel Olsen released like I used to, which is like literally, bro. If you if you need some shit to simp to, bro, simp to this song because this shit is fire, bro. It's like an <laughs> '80s ballad. Like mm-hmm. Sharon sounds amazing, and you know Angel and Sharon, like they're the two. Like I think. Angel, Sharon, and Wise. I think Phoebe's starting to get there, but she's only had one album, so I'm not going to put her in there. Mm-hmm. But, like, these artists, like, are some of the best songwriters of this generation. Like, Angel Austin is amazing. Like, Sharon Van Eaton is a fucking legend. Like, her, I mean, every one of her albums is good. So, you know, there's some, there's definitely, like, a lot of, like, you know, white girl music that has depth. Um, I just want to give a shout out to those two artists because they really killed it on this single. Hmm. All right, well, yeah, so I think maybe we can transition to... I think we kind of said everything we needed to say about that shit, and um, I think we can transition to literally the opposite of this album, which is the Matt Conley. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say, like, I gotta say, like, uh, these are very weird pairings, you know? Like, a super yeah. popular, po- like, pop star, like, he's, like, super mainstream versus... Um, <laughs> the Pray for Haiti album. Like, yeah, I man. think it's very, very different. Yeah. Um. You know, for those of you who don't know who Malcolmy is, um, he's a New Jersey-born, uh, shout out New Jersey, Newark-born, um, you know, Haitian rapper. Um, he wears the Haitian flag over his face. Um, he's, like, pretty much anonymous. There's, like, two or three pictures of him online without the mask on. But, you know, he's self-made. Again, opposite of Olivia Rodrigo, not put into this position. He put himself into this position type of thing. And um, through... You know, finessing in, in in the rap game through selling his albums for for four hundred five hundred dollars and people buying them, uh, you know, through his weed farm, through his cryptocurrency, through you know, talking to Jay Z and getting advice, um, through you know, a dinner with Jay Z is really helpful. Ex- yes, exactly. A dinner with Jay Z is extremely <laughs> helpful. Yes, you'll your net worth will double like by the end of the dinner, type of right. shit. Um, so the thing about this album that I, um, the reason why I wanted to bring this album up and you know talk about it and discuss it again is because i think it provides a really excellent counterpoint to, to the whole olivia rodrigo thing where she probably i don't know if she writes her own shit or not whatever but makami is you know from the lyric to the usually from the lyric to the production to the you know everything is all him all his ideas you know all made up in his head um this one he's kind of relinquished a lot of those duties over to west side gun and the Griselda crew, and um, like Derringer, um, I'm not sure if Alchemist is on here, um, Beat Conductor, people like that, um, who, who provide that kind of dusty boom bap sound that's been pretty popular recently um, with the whole Griselda crew, um, which we're all, you know, all, all pretty big fans of, I'd say. Um, the thing about the thing about Makami um, with this album that me and Ryan thought, I'm not sure what your thoughts on this, Eva, are, I, I want to definitely get your thoughts on this, but I th- I feel like the West Side Gun sound is is very um, oversaturated. There's a lot of albums out by him, you know what I mean, uh, with a lot of similar beats, a lot of similar Keisha Plum features, a lot of similar kind of things, 
And I feel like Matt Comey is so it's just like such a pure lyricist in a way that a lot of rappers aren't. And he's such yeah. a like he has such a pure vision for like what he's trying to do. Like on uh, on Mox Hard Lemonade, which we gave like an A minus last year. Like I thought he had such like a laser focused vision in, in in a half hour, and he just completely just busted out this album, twenty two minutes rather, and he just busted out this album, and he just absolutely killed it. This thing I like quite a bit. Um, I'm not gonna diss it too much, but what I will say is that a lot of the West Side Gun and and uh, and Griselda influences is. Um, are detriments to the album, in my opinion. The spacing out of some of these songs and some of the West Side Gun features kind of drag it down a little bit for me, but how did you feel about that, Ryan? Um, Firstly, let me say I'm big proud of this album. I'm big proud of Matt Homme. As you know, as Ryan just mentioned, you know, we're both from Jersey, but I'm Haitian. So I take great pride in everything that, that, my, that my, my kin do. You know, shout out to shout out to Makami, shout out to Vince Saint Pruo over there in the in the UFC, shout out to the Young Thugs, shout out to every other Haitian that I definitely just missed right now. But um, fucking, what I will say about this album is like, I really do not fuck with the oversaturation. Like, I feel that exactly. Like, I just feel I'm not the biggest West Side Gun fan. Like, if I had to say which one's the worst of Griselda, I know this is definitely going to get y'all mad, and I'm sorry for this again. If I had to choose the one to, to be like, I'm not listening to that nigga, it's probably him. Like, I don't, I think he's annoying. He sounds like the Wheel of Fortune wheel, just not stopping. He's just constantly making noise and shit. But with that being said, he is also very, very talented, and when he goes off, he snaps. He goes crazy. But... The Keisha Plum features going across everything. On um, Pray for Paris, that shit was fly. Right, right? Like that shit was fly. The first time hearing that shit, that shit was crazy. Yeah. You're like you're like, oh man, this nigga this nigga's like Tony Soprano. You feel me? Yeah. Now it's like you're gonna do that on every single fucking thing. It's not special anymore, bro. Yeah. And then you fuck around and you get murder season, bro. Which is just God awful. Yeah, I didn't think that I, was like I, that was like Westside Gun featuring Matt Comey. I feel like right, right, and that's where it gets kind of dangerous with with rappers kind of curating lesser rappers, uh, quote unquote lesser rapper anyway. Because mm-hmm. if it comes down to, it, I think Matt Comey's way more of a better rapper than than um the fucking Westside Gun. But I digress. Um, fucking at the end of the day, bro, like. You need to be able to curate without interrupting the process. Because the moments that are solely mock are out of this world. But when West Side Gun comes in It's hit and miss, yeah. He he, yeah, he does he does come in flow. with yeah, he does come in with some really good bars and stuff like that. And he does come in with some pretty good lines and, and some good influence. I would say half the time. He does half the time like he's annoying. So so that's that's kinda of what brings it down for me and, and makes me want to give it like a B minus or something. But Eve, um this is your first time you said listening to Makami, so like, what were your impressions of this? Well, like initially, I was just like Griselda has the sauce because like I just felt like another Griselda record where they like did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like you know, I, I thought it was like a good album. I didn't really have that many complaints with it, honestly. Like I was excited because like I was I went from listening to the Olivia Rodrigo album like to listening to this, so it was just like a very nice vibe all throughout. Um, I mean, honestly, I think we all think the album is pretty good. I just, I don't really have any like major criticisms of it. I, 
if if I had to if I had to say like anything is like or if if I had to 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 put anything on a pedestal is firstly let me say that I'm a Haitian yes but I don't understand my language like that I don't understand Creole I didn't grow up speaking it um at all so I don't know any of what he's saying like that with the exception of like a few words here and there but um the the skits in Creole the the singing in Creole it That's really fire. Yeah, it's fire. It, it really, it just, it gives me chills. You know what I mean? It, it just makes me feel the sense of immense pride. You know what I mean? Did you listen to the Kodak album? Yeah, yeah, I did. What did you I think did. about that? I liked it a, a decent amount. If I had to give it a grade, I'd say it's probably like a C minus, D plus, something around that. It's just thought, like after, he still really liked it. <laughs> well, that that's all right. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. I like if I like six out of ten songs. If you're grading a paper, if you get six out of ten, what is that? That's not. I mean, I can I can disagree with like grading. I don't think that's. I think a paper and music are two completely different things. Right. So like but I'm I can't. Saying objectively, you know speaking, what I mean? Six out of ten is what? That's a D, right? No, I, I know, I understand that, but I'm saying like I can't subscribe to that analogy because I don't even think they're the same thing. Right, right, right. But like right, that's right. just you know what I'm saying. Like that's all. I'm but saying. it's not. It's not. I don't like six. I, I don't know where that came from. But like fucking, I'm not. I only like like the first four songs like that. Everything else after that is just like I that's usually like a good that. way to get like a, yeah a good baseline. I would say like again like if I'm if I'm looking at like the Phoebe Bridgers album or something and I go through all the songs and I like eight out of ten of them. Like my baseline is probably going to be a, a B minus to a B plus, and then I'll you know I'll, I'll look into the production, I'll look into the lyrics, and see if I can excuse some of the the worst moments for the for the better moments. So that's kind of how I. It's just a good way to to get a baseline. That's really how I feel. No, I mean it's fair. Like everybody can grade however they grade. I'm just saying that like, yep. again, like this is not how I think about music. But that's 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 just my yeah yeah, well, yeah normally it's not. But if maybe for like the page purposes, like when I'm giving out a grade or something, that's kind of you yeah. know what I'm saying. I mean, I would say I don't normally think about it that way either. So I agree with you, Eve. It's just like I'm not a Kodak fan to begin with. So it's That's just fair. like I, I came into it and I enjoyed it. I listened to it because it said Haitian boy in it. So I was like, I, okay, objective. <laughs> yeah. I got to listen to this. Dude, that – um. oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'll, no, you good, brother. You good. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, bro, some of these songs are here are so good. Like, I was like, I, I didn't know that much about Haitian culture. Like, again, like, the Mac Homie album, like, for me, it's a very dense album. I have to listen to it a few times to really understand. But, like, for the Kodak album, it was short and sweet. It was 21 minutes long. And it taught me something. It made me, like, appreciate Haitian culture. On a diff- not not saying that, like, you know, like, I am now a Haitian. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, I just... <laughs> I just thought it like I thought it was a cool way to like explore a culture that like is in our community but like you know I had Haitian neighbors and shit but like I don't really know anything about Haitians and like I thought Oracle was um just like the fucking coolest song ever bro like I thought oh, Oracle was I, I so good I love that song yeah. I love that song um I just feel like just, we're going going to go quick with this real quick but I just thought yeah. like it sounded like a like a Florida little dirt like there was a little too much auto tune mm. singing and it was just whatever for me. But mm-hmm. to go back to Mock, like, listen, bro, fucking, I try to listen to him without as much bias because of that. But his his wordplay is ridiculous. The way he just rolls off the tongue with shit, like, like, uh, Ryan, when we were listening to the album in the living room before, 
Yeah. How many times did you see me spaz the fuck out? Yeah, right. I yeah, I um <laughs> Yeah. whatever he's on whenever Malcolm is on, I just I can't help but listen. He just has so many fucking good lines like like um what the fuck was it? I the thing about Malcolm that I like so much is that going back to almost like the J. Cole stuff that we reviewed last week. You know how we were talking about how J. Cole is like very lyrical, but he's also very arrogant at the same time. You know what I mean? He gets a little bit too he gets a little bit too full of himself. Yeah. I feel like Makami does that as well. But I feel like Makami when he does it, it's like deserved. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like like when he when he talks his shit, like he's funny. Like he's oh, very yeah. funny. He's talking about having the sauce. So he, he goes, he goes, he got that chimney cherry and he's busting out like, well, he's busting out the Petey Petey. Like, nobody knows what Petey Petey is unless you know, unless you've been in, like, in touch with, like, Portuguese fucking culture. I've lived in Portugal before. Like, when I brought that up to Ryan, I was like, you have no idea how insane that line is. Because mm-hmm. he's doubling up on the sauce that he got. Like, that shit is so clever. And that's to go back to Newark. I don't know if any, if y'all know this, like... I don't know how it's like over there in Philly, but in Newark, there's a heavy Brazilian presence. And that that right there was like, for me, it was listening to that. I turned around to Ryan. I'm like, not only is he really from Newark like that, but this that was one of the craziest lines I've heard in a while. Because it's just so fucking clever. And He's just like a cultured person. This is how I feel yeah. about him. Like, like he, yeah. I, and, and again, like he like gets down in the grit. Uh, it's another thing I like about him. Again, like Pray for Paris, like, that album was about how he's in Paris and he's like murdering people and dealing a lot of cocaine, but it's kind of like almost like ironic, like praying, for, like pray for Paris, like because I'm about to, I'm about to fucking go hard on everybody type of shit. Right. And I feel like it's the same thing with this album where he, there's, there's points in the album like, uh, like Creamy and All or whatever where like you can see that he's really getting down in the dirt and he's really like depressed and he's really like not feeling what he's doing. And even like the first song where it's like, you know, the, the, it, the, the song is supposed to kick off. It's supposed to be Pray for Paris, uh, Pray for Haiti. And, um, and it's supposed to be like, you know, this whole, like, you would think that it's like an uplifting thing for the country or something like that. Right. But it, but the whole thing ends with, you know, West side gun in the middle talking shit about being in the sand. And then it ends uh, with this skit about how Haiti is so poor and how it's like the poorest country in the whole Western hemisphere and how the drug runners like use it pretty much like as like their, like as their hub. Yeah, exactly. They run drugs through like crazy. And that's part of the reason why it's so, why it remains so poor and on top of that, you know, again, like um, corrupt people and the the earthquake and all that kind of stuff also obviously contributed to it. But um, it, well, it's just the exploitation of Haiti. You, you know what I mean? Oh just yeah, like, sure. What's up? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, I, I've been trying. Like, I, <laughs> a lot of noise in this end. But but anyways, yeah, dude. I, honestly, listen to this album. Like, uh, I, I really like the Haitian um, like the Haitian like angle to this. Um, especially like on the first song, like that the, talking about that skit. Um, yeah, I really like that newscaster. Um, clip where it's kind of talking about like how haiti just like they have like no like their borders are bad like they can't stop anyone from coming in and doing whatever they want here right you know and i thought that, that, that like him like mac homie like uh talking about um like talking about like where he's coming from and shit like i, I thought that like him defining haiti like that really like opens up haiti and himself to like a totally different type of uh uh, the type of person that you don't really think about, like, in Haiti, you know, you don't really think about, like, gangsters from Haiti or, like, people who, like, take advantage of, like, the social, economic... Yeah, I see what um, you're saying. It's a whole different side of it that, that maybe, like, a lot of people aren't exposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's yeah. not something you would be thinking about unless you come from, from where we come from. You know what I mean? Right. Because it's like, mm-hmm. 
again, we have plenty of representation out here that don't talk about being Haitian. Like, again, like I said before, Thug is Haitian. How many of y'all knew that Thug was Haitian? You know what I mean? I had no idea. Thug, Thug is legitimately no Haitian. He has, he has a song on I Came From Nothing called Haiti Slang where he's speaking in Creole for a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? We, we been have representation. It's just like, people don't really talk too much about it. As a matter of fact, if you look at a plethora of the, the Atlanta rappers, they're, they're, most of them are, are either of Haitian descent or they grew up around the, the Haitian folks that were getting it in. Even even one of the guys that rolled with Tupac was Haitian, man. Like, we out here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our influence is weird. Like, it's it, we are very... Since we come from such a fucked up place, you know what I mean? It's poor, it's torn up. God knows how it's been since, I mean, the, the, the earthquake was what, like 10 years ago? And God knows how, how, how much better it's gone since then, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like It's a similar way to Katrina where like, like the, um, the, the, the natural disaster left um, the country in like a, or the state for, for Louisiana in like a state of ruin that it never really recovered from. And it encouraged right. more crime. Not, not, I'm not talking about the rioting and looting. I don't care about any of that stuff. Those people just needed to get what they needed to get. I don't give yeah, a fuck about that. Exactly. I'm talking about like people love being left homeless and, and having to fight for things afterward, five years later, 10 years later. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like, I don't know if y'all remember, uh, T.I. put out that one song with Wyclef like 10, 15 years ago um, where they they shot the video in Haiti. And it's just like, you see T.I. in the trenches over there and he's really just like, the video's insinuating that he's moving drugs through Haiti. Whole thing is like, that's a very real thing. Yeah. People come to Haiti to do screwy shit and like, it's just like, if you're down with us, why are you doing that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, but but the, um, but the thing about Montgomery that I kind of wanted to get into um, a little bit ago is that I li- I like how he's self deprecating, yeah, 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 and how he, he talks about dealing heroin and dealing drugs and stuff like that. Like two two of the drugs that were named on the intro track, he mentions very specifically many different times that he deals those things. So he's oh, yeah. not he's no he's no you know he's, he's no let no um, let the one who whatever cast no sin I don't even fucking know cast the first stone let one let without he, sin cast the, the first, first stone. stone right exactly that's exactly how I feel about this album where it's just like he. He's he's praying for Haiti. He's praying for his country. That's that's corrupted and and you know is you know fueled by drugs. And he's praying for himself. Mm, he's a, a product certain, of that in a certain way too. That's yeah. kind of that's why I really like this album. You know what I mean. And on top of that, it just the beats are just fucking phenomenal. Just throughout, just top to bottom. Well, I, you and know, the cover art is amazing too. Basquiat oh, yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, again, as a Haitian, I just feel super proud of everything that he does, but. Um, when it comes down to the actual subject matter and shit, bro, it really struck a nerve with me because, again, it's just like when you think about our country's history and how it's ran and all that, it's just, it's almost like, do you have a choice? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you set up to fail from the beginning, bro. You feel me? Haiti's a dirt poor country, man. Some people don't even got dirt. <laughs> you feel me? Like that's, that's how facts, fucking poor bro. it is. Nobody goes to Haiti on vacation, bro. When's the yeah. last time you heard somebody go, I'm going to I'm going to Port au Prince real quick, bro? Right. When, right. when is that when is that happening? It doesn't. You yeah. feel me? We ain't getting no tourist money. 
Yeah, any type of money. And you can say the same about Newark as well. You know what I mean? You can say the same about Newark, exactly. Newark is the place that they say not to go to, you know what I mean? Which is which is fucked up, but that's what people say. They say, don't go to Newark, don't don't live in Newark type of shit, where it's just like, you know what I mean? And Makami, what, the thing I like about him so much, again, he's from somewhere that's very poor, and he lived somewhere that's very poor, but he made something out of it, and he's and again, he's giving back to people. It's just I just like how real he is. He's just very like like he he made something for himself out of nothing. Like it's just that, yeah. You know, as he said on the album, he said he said the things that I scribbled in my notebook, you know, created my life. Where it's that's just that's just fucking real shit right there. You know what I mean? That's that's like he he thought of something out of his mind. He put it on a piece of paper, and from there it changed his entire life, and it changed the life of the people around him. And it just I I love hearing stuff like that. It's just like really up uplifting. It's self deprecating, depressing for sure. But it's also uplifting in a lot of ways and inspiring. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I just feel like, like, um, I've, I've told you this before, right? About um, how Haitians are really like the, the one of the first revolutionaries in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it's almost in our blood, I would say, to, to go against the grain. You know what I mean? To to try and do something because we're starving, because we have to, because whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like Mock is like the perfect embodiment of it. Because again, like you said, he came out of Newark, which we know Newark is crazy. But before before we, we go on, I, I want to give credit to the late, great Whitney Houston, who gave millions to the city, who gave m- millions of her own money out of her own pocket mm-hmm. to try to fix Newark. So, like, let's give credit to her real quick. You know, rest in peace to Whitney Houston. You know, all jokes aside and shit, she was a a very good person in her court. Mm -hmm. She cared very deeply about that city. Um, But, yeah, he's coming out of a a war-torn city. You know what I mean? He's almost like a revolutionary. You feel me? Like, he's going against the grain. He's doing opposite of, of, of what everybody else is doing almost. You know what I mean? His face isn't out there. He's not flexing guns on Instagram. He don't even have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You don't know his real name. You don't know any of that. He's going against the grain. He's doing it completely opposite. He's not signing to major labels. That Griselda deal is only for this album. Who knows where the next one goes? Yep. You feel me? It's, it's, it's beautiful stuff, man. It really is. And I'm just real happy to, 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 to have shared this experience with my bros. Like To hear y'all talking about appreciation of Haitian culture... I, I I personally really fuck with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and one thing I wanted to ask y'all was like, well, I think this this one will more go towards Ryan because I thought I had figured y'all y'all have listened to it, but um, Ryan, as quickly as you can, I guess. How do you feel this one stacks up to the previous? To the previous one uh, again, I. Yeah, I'm too lazy to change my my fucking shit. Uh, This speaks to music criticism at large, where it's just like I'm I'm too lazy to go into my my graphic design and change my B minus to a B. So I'm gonna just release it as a B minus. I don't give a fuck. But like, maybe I'll just do it. But uh, (laughs) I think it's like a B only because I think his last album was so concise. Max Hard Lemonade, I'm speaking about, was so concise and it was just like very mysterious, and you really had to like. You, you really get into the album. You put it in your headphones, and it's like you go on a trip for 22 minutes. The way that he cut, the way that he cuts from the news to the people talking to the Chappelle show clips to the you know what I mean to the sounds of like electrocution to Earl Sweatshirt to him, and then you know some Chinese guy, some Russian guy, 
and then the album is over. It's just like it's just and, and his shit talking. I think on that album was way more prominent. Like like there were lines on there that stood out to me way more than on this album. Like um mm-hmm. like if you want smoke, the keys under the welcome mat type of thing, where it's just like goddamn, that's that's. You know what I mean? That's you're real. Old That's enough to cross the street. You old enough to get yeah, hit. hit? Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, you old enough to like something. You're swollen enough to get ripped. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep. just so many good lines like that, where it's just like threat. It's it's threats, but at the same time, it's like, wait, what did you say? Oh my god, wait, hold on. You got to like run it back for a second. But um, yeah, I, I like this album. Anytime where Mac, where Mock was talking, he was amazing. You know what I mean? I think his lyricism has kind of has um has changed. I don't know if it's changed for the better or not, but. Regardless, there's a lot of things where I hedge my bets with with Makami where I'll lowball him with a certain grade just because I think he's it's really good, but I'm not sure how great it is. But as I listen more and more and more, uh, I hear things from people, and just like the Haitian language, just like he pointed out on this album, it's very it's a very oral thing where you're where it's, it's a communal thing where you're listening to this album with people, and whether they're Haitian or not, like if they're Haitian, they can tell you what he's saying, or if it's like Ryan who, you know, knows a lot about Portuguese culture and Newark and this and that, it was able to tell me these things that I didn't understand. You know what I mean? It's a, I feel like it's a very communal experience where you listen to it with different people and you get different experiences out of it. And that's what I really like about it the most. Where I think, um, I, you know, again, I hedged my bets with him. So it's just like, his lyrics are amazing. You know, I know that they're amazing. Some of them I don't understand, but I know that I will later. And I know that, you know, unlike, unlike someone like J. Cole, where he says, you know, I put an M on your head like Luigi's brother. You know what I mean? I know that is right away, and I'm like, Ugh. corny. You know what I mean? Like it's off off putting. Mock is a little bit more a silhouette. He's a little bit more like shadowy with it. You know what I mean? And I I love this album. You know, I think it's really good. I think the I think the beats are great. I think the lyrics are great. I think Mock is again in the top five to ten percentile of working rappers today. Period. Point point blank. I, you know, I put him over over Griselda. To be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. You yeah. know, I know, I know Eve would probably disagree and that, you know, that's fine. Uh, I, but I, you know, a couple months ago, I'd probably disagree with myself, but you know, this album, if he puts out a couple more albums like this, he's, you know, he's going to go to the top. That's how yeah. I, I wouldn't say he speaks for me though. I don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. You I'm know. just saying, I don't, I don't know. How, I don't want people to think I would think it's not like, I just don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I know you're a big Griselda head. I didn't want to slander. Oh yeah, no, I like I like Griselda. I, I think I gotta listen to Mock more though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He's I think he's definitely a cool artist, and like I gotta check him out. I'm not gonna sit here and say like, oh yeah, like Griselda's way better though. Like I don't know, I don't sure. know enough about him to like yeah. really say that. You but know the whole I mean? thing is they they've been making music together for quite a while, so that's why I have yeah. I feel like the balls to almost say that because they they have pretty much the, they're as prolific as each other, and they've been putting out music with each other for a while. He's almost oh, yeah. like the honorary fourth member of Griselda. So. Matter of fact, Griselda, Griselda, and um, and Action Bronson's camp have been saying that Makami's like pound for pound the best rapper in the world for, since like 2017, bro. Like if you if you look up Griselda Makami on YouTube, you'll see like interviews of of Conway naming him as like number one and number two of the be- of the top five. He's like their so, Earl. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. But he's he's like when yeah. Tyler was like Earl is the best rapper ever. Like no question. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know this guy. Like he doesn't fucking make music. Where the fuck is he at? That's exactly how I feel about him. Where, yeah. Where he has so much hype on him, but I think he's cashing in in ways that people wouldn't expect. And some people will be like, listen to this and be like, what is this nonsense? But like. People who are in tune and, and if you have a certain ear for it, you know what I mean? If you don't, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's everybody has certain tastes, but I feel like he, he, uh, hits a certain part of my ear that a lot of people don't hit. I don't know. What I would say to, 
what I would say to even Troy would be like to y'all too. Like go go run either Mox Hard Lemonade or the the first album which has a French name that I have a really really hard time fucking pronouncing. But um, look man, like if y'all run any of those, I guarantee that you'll understand or not understand, but at least like have a, a, a an appreciation like for the for what's going on now with the new album. You know what I mean? Those albums to me, the first album is like, in my opinion, it's a, it's, it's up there with the the pantheon of hip hop albums. You know what I mean? I could run this shit back at any point and never get bored of it. It's flawless, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, I just felt like that, like like I said, the, the 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 new upbringing with him, because for all these Haitians that we have in the game, we haven't seen many Haitian culture things being brought up to the forefront. So to see all this is beautiful, man. It's great. It's great. Yeah, um, yeah I think uh, we should probably cut it here, but uh, but I want to just let Troy uh, maybe finish it off because he didn't really talk too too much about yeah, it, and he was yeah, cut yeah. for the whole <laughs> that whole shit. So I wanted to maybe have Troy just end it off real yeah, quick. Yeah, I, I was gonna throw it to Troy. I was gonna, I, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Troy. It's your turn, Troy. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh, y'all sure you want to end this on me? Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, um, honestly though, okay, I'll say, um, pray for Haiti. I really, I really liked, um, Makomi. I thought he was really good on it. For me though, it did feel like Griselda had like a huge hand on his album, so I wasn't like a huge fan of that. Um, maybe, because like, I don't know, I'm not like, I'm getting kind of tired of, of kind of the Griselda sound, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. I feel like every album's starting to sound exactly the same production wise. But, um, no, but honestly, I, I thought it was like a, a solid album. Uh, I really liked uh, all the skits on there, uh, even the even the French ones. Even though I didn't really fully understand it, I, I felt like I could understand it on like a, an emotional level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and plus, like, I really like um, how like he's able to like rap out stuff that no one's really rapping about, like blockchains. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've never really heard of anybody like really rap about that until recently. Um, but yeah, honestly, I'd probably give it like a B. Um, you know, I, I I think it was, it was a solid project, but like, you know, I'm just getting, personally for myself, I'm just getting kind of tired of the same production that Griselda is kind of popularizing right now. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't know, a little boring. Yeah. The the production is is good, but it is like, I'm, I'm, I am at my edge. I think I, I think I would agree with you. I think the production is really well done. But the whole the style that it it it, it breeds, you know what I mean? Like the I mean, whole space oversaturated. Where it's like, we gotta market. get the yeah. wig off. We gotta yeah. get the wig. You know, like that whole shit. Yeah. I think it's like, oh, yeah. more of a problem with them oversaturating the market. Like they just yeah. Like I like like in the beginning, like them releasing all those albums was like really good to like build up their brand and shit. But like I guess now it's kind of working against them because like I mean I agree too. Like I, they all like a lot of their albums have a similar sound. So I think they're kind of struggling to like figure that out and they have to work on that. Um, and that's the thing with like a lot of like auteur like artists, you know what I mean? Like they have one trick usually, but it's like, you know, I think like, again, like uh, not to bring up a comparison, but like, you know, a little baby, like his, like, again, like, I think like other rappers have to like explore with more producers, explore doing more things. And so generally like it's, you you can get tired of them, but they have like more incentive to like change, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. To just to just to, to to wrap up my my final thoughts on it, I would say like 
I think that that Conway out of everybody in Griselda has like the best formula down, where his shit just comes out unexpectedly, and it's just like you if you find it you'll you listen to it you'll like it or not I don't care it's gonna it's just gonna come out. Everybody else it's like, wait what? Like you putting out a fourth album this year, nigga? Yeah, like, it's it's immense. Like Benny, like working with this black soprano family. Like I feel like he just like puts out stuff and it's just like, wait, what is this album now? You know, who, who cares, bro? It's the same thing. I sold coke. I went to jail. Niggas are dead. Like, I know, and I, I, I just the subject matter is definitely heavy, and it, and it, and like, there's so much to go over. But it's like it's it's the same Derringer beat, which is the same Alchemist beat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's just it, it's it's getting boring at this point. There'll never be another. The pugs I met one. There'll never be another fifty. The, what's that song? Fifty to five hundred. No. Uh-huh. There'll, there'll never be another that. There'll never be another. There'll never be another Calvin. There'll never be another fucking. Um. Uh, what do you call this? Scarface versus Sosa. Yeah. Any of the three parts. You know what I mean? I feel. I sort of feel like right now, if they know what's good for them, keep going with the the shit you have that's for business, like that you're making your money off of that. But as far as music goes, bro, chill the fuck out. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I think that pretty much sums it up for this uh, for this week's episode. Um, don't really have too much else to plug. I just want to say fuck Instagram. Instagram can give me head. Um, they totally fucked up our our formula, our business formula, um, saying that we used a, a following bot app or some shit, which is which is not the case. Um, fuck Instagram. You know what I mean? We had it. We had a we had the calendar going and shit. We we were getting two hundred, three hundred likes per post. Now we're getting like forty likes per post. We can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. We gotta comment our own captions using yeah. our personal accounts. <laughs> yeah, and then pinning it to the top. Uh, it just, uh, it just, it's been a fucking disaster. So, you know, um, pray for anti. That's what I gotta say. That's pray for anti. For this, that's a good title for this episode. Nigga. Pray for anti. Thanks, man. Let's go. Yeah. Yo, if I, if you, if you allow me, man, I'd like to say thank y'all for letting me come back on for the one more, man. Like, I'm gonna keep it real. Like, I miss recording with y'all, man. Like. I just I I I'm I'm the type of nigga I just like being with my niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this was fun, man, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was nice having you back on the show, man. We got to hang out sometime. I'm saying, one hundred percent. Yeah, you yeah, come, bro. Come back whenever you want to talk shit. That's what that that's that. It makes the podcast go around. You know what I mean? Like I I like I like when we talk shit to each other. No, it's nothing personal. You know what I mean? It's nothing personal at all. It's just like we have differences of opinions or we have the same opinion and we're talking shit. Again, it's like, it, it does feel like Mario Party sometimes where it's like some of us, we go, th- you know, three of us hit the hit the red block, one of us hits the blue block and we just go off. Some of us, you know, all four of us hit the red block and now we're going against Bowser type of shit. Uh, you know, right. it's a cool dynamic. You know, I, li- I like it a lot. And um, yeah, but and I also want to shout out my interview with Emerson Snow. It's coming out um, soon. Yeah, real soon. Yeah. It went really well. He was a really funny guy, and he has an EP coming out on June 23rd called uh, Emerson Snow's Splatter House, uh, Splatter Punk, my fault, and uh, yeah, coming out soon, so check that out. Check out our other content. Keep up with our other shit. You know what I mean? We'll have, well, we got fresh content every, fresh pizza pies. No, I'm just kidding. Fresh content yeah. every fucking week, <laughs> so, you know. Uh, yeah, and he just, he posted a, a few things the other day, too, man, like, Everybody been on the A game lately, bro. Like Ryan, like everybody, like 
You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's fucking great to see, you know, like the boys just going all in on it. You feel me? I, I gotta say, man, the, the quality of the game has stepped up. You feel me? And for everybody, like, for everything that y'all posted that I've seen, man, it's, it's, it's been, it's been crazy. It's been motivating for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just other than that, though, fuck IG, like you said, bro. Yeah. Fuck IG. Um, I don't know. We got anybody else we want to curse out? Mm. I don't know. Fuck the Zuck, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Zuck. Fuck the Zuck. Um, and as a Nets fan, fuck Joel Embiid. All right, yo, we out. Peace. Peace. The second time, renaissance, it's blood orange leaking clementine, never mind. You cut corner, speak with seven times, metatron, I'm the prince of the world, the youth. The legend was cool, my temperature swelled till it burned the roof. Niggas jail because I blow it back too, I was burned to move. When will you burn, niggas learn the rules. Niggas fell because they always act rude, they say the table is set back. I never take less, had the dead on the stress, yes, let's celebrate death, flip you like child line. That's how I got mine, the only bad press is pillin' my nine without trying.